What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast, where we discuss strategies and tactics to uh, enhance and encourage your optimization, both as a musician, an artist, and a human being in general. Uh, And as always, I have Jared, my co-host here, and today we're going to be talking about saving time with your music setup. Now, we all know that there, there's only 24 hours in a day and, and we all share the same amount of time, but there's undoubtedly individuals that exist out there that are able to utilize their time more wisely in order to be more productive and efficient and to, at the end of the day, accomplish more tasks and create more music. Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, utilizing templates, having uh, limiting distractions, and then, of course, preparation that you can utilize for your own creative sessions. So, um, Jared, I, I know you're a nerd in many, many different facets of your life, my friend, and that's what makes you unique. And I, I like to classify myself as a nerd as well. So um, we right before we hit record, we were talking about different templates that weren't even related to, to music production. So uh, I'm going to kick it over to you, man. What, what are your thoughts on templates and how do you use them in your everyday life? Yeah, so I think having templates is honestly fantastic. And whether it's in, like you're saying, something that's outside of music, um, the thing that we're talking about is actually this program called Notion, or really a workspace. Something else that you can have templates in is obviously your DAW, and there's many various ways that we're going to discuss about the templates that you can use and how they can really help you save time overall in your setup. Um, And the other thing I just want to touch on really quickly is that having an optimized music setup for yourself and really making sure that you understand your workflow with that setup and things like you were saying earlier, not having distractions, all that. It really makes sure that you are uh, producing the most output as possible, producing as many tracks and actually finishing those tracks, actually sticking with your goals and making those projects that you said you're going to make. Whatever it happens to be, you can actually utilize your setup in particular to make sure that you accomplish those goals. And people kind of don't really realize there's a big connection between your workspace and the environment that you're building and the amount of output that you're actually creating. So to start getting into it a little bit in the actual material, the first thing we're going to talk about is templates. And for me, recently, one thing that I was making was a drum pack. And one thing that really helped a lot was making templates for the acoustic kit, for my acoustic drum kit and the mics that go along with those kits in my DAW. So basically what having the template was for me was every time that I open this particular DAW template, it would already have all of my mics set up for me all already grouped together as a drum bus, all of them with the proper chains on them as well, um, which is another big part to having templates. Um, And another, uh, in terms of different DAW templates, which is the first thing that I want to talk about is, again, the the entire DAW that you can have, which is kind of what I was just saying, whether it be your miking setup. Another person who has uh, an amazing uh, DAW template is Low Heat Beats, who is somebody we, we had on the podcast recently. Um, in his uh, multiple of his packs, he has templates, but they're amazing. A lot of other producers use templates uh, for their entire DAW. 
just to make their workflow a lot easier, whether it be keeping specific instruments or specific drums stacked so that they can always make uh, certain jazzy keys or certain soulful uh, sounds, whatever it happens to be. Um, another great template that you can use is just having plug-in templates for yourself or plug-in chains, like I was saying earlier. So I know that every single time for my kick, I like to use a particular chain. And I might mess with that chain every single time or add or take away a couple of things within that. But I know generally speaking, I'll have a particular EQ or I like to use a particular preamp, um, certain things of that nature. So by saving yourself time, by being able to just pull out these templates, instead of having to go in and remake this EQ and make all those cuts and then go back in and uh, tune it so slightly and do all of these little things for yourself, you're saving yourself time there as well. Another big one that I use a lot is drum templates in terms of like 16 pad uh, templates typically, or uh, you might see 32 or 64 pad templates and something like Ableton as well. And those are so useful because you don't have to sit there and pick out different kicks and snares and hi-hats from different uh, kits. You can just have a specific, you already know all these sounds go together. You don't have to worry about if this kick goes with the snare, with the hi-hat. You already have this pre-built kit, this pre-built template for yourself. And by utilizing all these different layers that we were just talking about to kind of bring this idea together, because I know that was, that was a little more specific, it's by utilizing specific 16-pad uh, templates, which I just talked about uh, in terms of your drums, maybe, or even just having drum loops already, already ready uh, in terms of the MIDI, by utilizing, making sure that you have um, different plug-in chains, uh, by making sure that you have different sounds. It could even be if you, you, you're into synth sound design or stuff like that. By having these all pre-prepared and then maybe even putting them all pre-prepared into an entire DAW template for yourself, you can really start to save yourself time. By doing this every single session, you realize that the little bits start to add up and you can actually start getting into this workflow where you're just getting right into it as opposed to, again, having to pick the sounds, having to do this, that. You can now just hit the record button and start drumming out the mm -hmm. sounds or start playing on the keys. And that will save you a lot of time. And that's really what the point of having all those templates are. And the point of keeping all these chains is so that you can make less friction from the point of hitting the button to being able to play it in or create music as opposed to having to pull all these various, uh, from, from all these various resources to actually create the thing. So that's, to me, why having templates is so important to save time in your music setup. But one other thing that I know is really important to have is making sure that, um, again, whether you're pulling these resources in something like your desktop in this case, but uh, which is a digital environment, you also have to make sure that your physical environment is actually very clean and that your physical environment isn't set up to distract you or detract from what you're actually doing. And I know that you in particular have a pretty awesome environment set up for yourself. So is there something in that in particular that you, you want to touch on? Yeah, well, so as with everything, um, op your personal optimization goes through ebbs and flows, just like everything in life. And when I feel my absolute best and feel like I'm 100% optimized, whenever I be, whenever a distraction enters enters my my workspace or or my life in general, when I'm the most optimized, I become absolutely offended. And we we live in a world and a culture where distractions are everywhere. 
Um, you know, we have, we have notifications, we have, uh, phone calls that, that can wake you up at three in the morning or whatever it is. Like we, we become so accustomed to distractions that we're almost used to it. Right. And (laughs) the best example for me, my, my girlfriend gave me a, uh, a really cool Garmin, like trail hiking and trail running watch. And the first time I took it out into the mountains, it was like a 14 mile run, and I'm I'm running down this mountain, and I get a text notification through my watch, and I was so offended. You know, I was like, but one, it. I didn't, I just didn't know the feature existed. I I, I, I didn't even know I could get um, text through my watch. But I, Funny. I, I just felt, I, I mean, I was, I was so offended that that I became distracted as I'm running down this mountain. Right. And similarly, the first time I got my new laptop, um, and had my phone synced to it, I, I didn't have like the text messages and incoming calls, um, separated or disabled on my laptop. And so I'm in Ableton, I'm in this studio session. And all of a sudden I get the, the <laughs> ringtone blasting through my studio monitors. And once again, yeah. it's, um, I mean, that's, that's offensive, right? Because we, we know how, how quick a distraction can take you out of flow state and take you out of your um, uh, the, the productivity of, of the session that you're currently in. So I think it's a valid statement to let everyone know, be offended by distractions. And then, of course, first, be offended to limit those distractions. So um, if, you're, if you're having a writing session, like don't even bring your phone into the studio. Go throw it in uh, a different bedroom or the living room, wh- whatever. Just separate yourself from it. Um, I, I like to just turn the Wi-Fi off on my laptop when I'm having a creative session, just knowing that there aren't going to be any updates, no notifications, nothing that's going to pop up on the string and detract from uh, the creative session that I'm that I'm currently in. And once again, it's a challenge. And and for me personally, like I. I don't have any social media notifications like on my phone. Like I have dedicated times where I go into social media to check my messages just because um, other, otherwise my phone's going to be dinging off the hook, right? And um, that yeah. just takes away from so much focus. Like that, that one-minute distraction can, can hinder you for a full 30 minutes. So um, to everybody out there listening, definitely guard, guard your focus and, and limit your distractions as much as possible. And... Um, and and just try try to become as good as possible at at noticing those distractions and realizing what those distractions are and then monitoring what they do to you. Um, and Jared, obviously, with my tangent there, you can tell that I'm I'm passionate about that. So before I continue to ramble on, I want to kick it over to you, where we talk about uh, utilizing and preparing loops, which we've discussed in previous episodes. But uh, I think you're about to talk about uh, an aspect of preparation of loops or dun 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 MIDI, which sometimes yeah. we we overlook in order to prepare for productive creative sessions. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I do want to just say this. I think the point that you made is so important as well, though, in terms of you have to make sure that you have before you start preparing these sessions for yourself, before you start making these templates or doing some of these things such as preparing loops or MIDI or garnering them to make sure that you have that set up ready and that you don't have any distractions. You don't have your phone with you. You don't have all these random things dinging and going off and what would not. So I think that's such a great point that you made. Um, and then in terms of making sure that now that we're ready, we are we have our music set up 
the the physical sense is actually actually clean, so to speak. We want to make sure that we're ready to actually get into our digital worlds. And one thing that we can do is prepare our sessions so that when we can get into them, we can use things such as, um, again, aside from the template, you might want to have drum loops or uh, melodic loops or samples or things that you can pull from that you already know that you're, you've already uh, have a folder set up for yourself that you're going to be able to use instead of having to go listen to some records or having to go download another pack or whatever it happens to be to try to find some new drums or to try to find the new sample. Um, or another one that's really important is having MIDI and different types of MIDI uh, for yourself because MIDI, you can play with a lot more, in my opinion. So whether that be MIDI um, loops, MIDI chords, MIDI drums, MIDI hi-hats, things of that nature. Um, while you can also technically chop MIDI, you can also literally change MIDI in terms of you have the notes now where you don't with something that's a, just an audio file. So to me, having certain MIDI makes you a lot more uh, maneuverable, so to speak, and a lot more plastic so that you can play with it and actually do what you want and have this creative flow to change certain chords where you want or to extend certain things where you feel necessary. So to me, being able to have, again, these resources that you're pulling from in that digital environment through what I said earlier, the templates or through loops, through MIDI, through just sample packs, it's, it's also an awesome way to support the community, which is something that I probably should have said at the start. But by having all these different things that you can pull from, it makes you as a producer so much more efficient and being able to get out so many more things because you can start to focus more on the production itself and putting that together as opposed to needing to worry about all of these little things that go into it. And one of the, there's a couple of comparisons that I'll make this to, but um, there's kind of like this, joke, so, so to speak, that no one knows how to make a, a mouse, like a computer mouse. Like no one person can do that. It's like a culmination of a whole bunch of teams that are able to put that together. And this is like something that was back in the day. But if you could take that on a larger scale to more modern technology, it's still applicable where no one person can really put together these great things. You have to pull from people that are great at individual things to make one great product at the end, which in this case is typically tracks and just collabing with people that might be a little bit better than you at, or pulling from drum samples that are a little bit better than you, pulling from melodies, because you know that for, for me, I can't make melodies or I can't play the sax. So I'll be like, hey, Cody, like, you want to toss me some sax samples? And then Cody comes in, he plays some crazy sax, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, but that's how you start to, to get more efficient at this, to, to kind of get back to the point now, now that I'm running off on a little tangent. Um, so through all those like different methods, you can actually start to become again more efficient with your setup and start to finish more tracks and, and prepare. Um, again, by preparing these loops, by preparing these templates, you start to take away some of the decision fatigue that actually goes into making the tracks. So instead of having to, again, decide what sounds you're going to use, deciding if these sounds go together, deciding what different um, sample you're going to pull from today or if you're even going to find one, you can start to have a very, all these ideas, again, converge onto one thought and one particular goal in, in this case. So to me, that's why having all these tools under your belt and being able to use, utilize them in your arsenal, so to speak, uh, can really make you grow quickly as a producer and be able to make such amazing leaps and bounds in such a short period of time. But Yeah, I, I agree, man. And I think I... Um, 
just one final point to to kind of tie all this together is uh, all of these these three different tactics can all be um, worked on when you're not having a creative session, right? Um, so when people talk about not having the inspiration to to write a full fledged track, well, build your template, create your loop, um, utilize utilize that time in the DAW rather than just calling it quits and and going and streaming or or being distracted, um, utilize that time to, to create those smaller chunks of creativity or to, to continue to manipulate your environment. But Jared, I think that was straightforward and, and short and to the point. Do you have anything to add, man? No, I think that was honestly awesome from, from both, both sides. I think in terms of hopefully the audience can get something and that was an awesome conversation to have in general in terms of getting out some points on hopefully being more productive and getting more out of your music setup. So yeah, that. well, you you nailed it, Jared. And as as always, man, it's an absolute pleasure to to share these conversations with you and to everybody that's tuning in. Make sure to follow High Performance Producers on Instagram. Uh, send us send us a DM and let us know what what you've been struggling with uh, the most in your musical and artistic journey. And and we'd love to have a conversation with you and see how we can help out. Oh yeah, my dude, you said it. Definitely hit us up if you got any questions.